0: It's Carcon Carne. Let's eat in the car. It's Carcon Carne.
1: And now here's the star of our show, James Van Asta.
0: And good morning. It is Carcon Carne still at home. We're calling it Quarantine Con Carne for now. I'm James Van Alstel, and Carcon Carne is presented by our friends at Siren Records, McHenry, 3902 Main Street. Really, one of my favorite record stores, period. Uh, I go there. I I like to buy vinyl there. I like going through the stacks. They've got all the the old punk stuff, all the old metal stuff, tons of alternative stuff. Uh, They also have a gear section in back, all the audio components, turntables, uh, cassette decks, receivers. It's like a museum. Speakers, but you can buy everything. Uh, I love that place. If you are anywhere north of the city, headed in their direction, Siren Records, McHenry, 3902 Main Street. So today, uh, this morning, I have with me, well, to backtrack a little bit, back in April, I had a roundtable uh, with some of the members of Civil, the Chicago Independent Venue League. I had Katie from The Hideout, Chris from Patio Theater and Avondale Music Hall, Robert from sub and Beat Kitchen, and Cole from Cole's Bar. A lot of time has passed since then, and I'm checking back in with the Civil membership. Tim Tutton of Hideout. Matt of Chop Shop, thank you for joining me on a Sunday morning. Nice to see you. Nice to see nice both of you. See you, James. So here we are. Things look bleak back in April for local independent venues, for music venues, the music industry, period. Seven months have elapsed. Where are we now? Wow. Who wants to jump on that one? <laughs> <Okay>. oh.
1: <laughs>
2: we're in I the know. same place. I we're, obviously. we're dark. You know that's Nothing has changed.
0: Well, uh, has there been movement in lobbying in getting help in any of those efforts? Hundred percent. Tim, t- yeah, take it away for a minute.
1: Yeah, I know we're. Yeah, okay. Yes, the, there. This is the best of times and the worst of times, right? Charles Dickens. Okay, Tale of Two Cities. We're in the worst time ever, right? And this winter, we are entering the winter of our discontent. All right. Sorry, throwing that in. High school teacher in me. And so we are entering the winter the cold months, right? And this year, 2020, was the year of Chicago music. That is where we entered 2020. One year ago, in 2019, we were all meeting at the Cultural Center, talking about different ideas, what we might do, and the pandemic came in, in the spring. So when you interviewed us back in April, and thank you, James, because that, like, right when it happened was March 13th, Okay, right. Friday the thirteenth. And then they shut us down on St. Patrick's before St. Patrick's Day. And we've been shut down ever since. Back in April, we thought this is gonna be a couple months, just like everybody else did. Sure. And we literally at the hideout, like and we were thinking, okay, we'll be back up by summer and we'll we'll be ready to go for a day in the country on June 20th. And we'll be doing year of Chicago music and the festival season will happen in July and there'll be Pitchfork and Riot Fest and Lollapalooza in the fall. And you know what happened? We are shut down and now it's even worse, okay? And we know that we're going through six more months. So what thought would started out to be two months is turning into a year, yeah. okay? And so that's terrible situation for our clubs to make it through. And so, so there's a lot more I could tell. Matt, do you want to jump yeah,
2: on that? I'll, I'll jump in there. So, um, what's been nice is this: the civil, you know, the Chicago Independent Venue League has really turned into this um, cohort of all of the independently operated clubs in Chicago, um, and come together on multiple calls, you know, multiple days a week, putting in full time work on advocacy fundraising, special projects, um, all this stuff, all these different committees working and talking. and we've been beaten down the door in Springfield and Washington. And we've, I think we've made some great impact. We've, <clears throat> we've heard stuff from um, representatives that like, you know, hey, if you get uh, you know this many calls to through to an office like you're doing great, We've like exceeded that by 10 times they're like blown away by the effort they're seeing coming out of our state. So, um, and that's all been driven by civil. Um, and, you know, Neva started after civil um, and, you know, they're, they're maybe playing catch up a little bit, but, but we're, we're putting in a lot of hard work uh, during these dark months. So that's, that's been kind of the silver lining, if you will. And that kind of, I think, gets to your point, James, about what we've been doing. We've been dark, but we have not been sitting around. (laughs) You know, everyone just kind of said, let's let's rally up and come together and see what we can do. And that's um, that's what brings us to today.
1: This is what this has been such an incredible year because you know how there's this idea you're too busy to get shit done. And so we own venues And we go and see rock bands and like the way the Civilization Festival is going to be, which is going to start on Friday that after Thanksgiving is going to be, it's going to be the the venues that will be filled that are filmed are the hideout and it's going to be tonic room and it's going to be subterranean. That's on on the first Friday night. And there's going to be more venues throughout the course of the month with more bands. Okay. That is what our Friday nights used to look like. I used to be at the hideout. I would like open up a band. I might run over to the chop shop. I might go to Shuba's. I might like stop by the empty bottles for real and hopefully using a lift or a divvy bike. Okay. And not driving. All right. And so, but a normal (laughs) Friday night in Chicago with us and with the people who come to our shows isn't one night. It's like you literally go to subterranean, you walk over to the chop shop, you hit other bars and you go to see all these bands. And we like took it for granted. And it's like, well, dude, if you were like, I had never met Matt until this summer. And it's like, I've been to the chop shop. He's been to the hideout. And it's always like, dude, catch, you know, check in with me, ask about me when you're there. But you never do. So finally, we got to a place where it's like, all right, everybody sit down, go home. You are now in isolation. So the whole excuse you didn't call was like, what what the fuck are you doing? Where are you? And it's like, I'm at home. Well, so am I. And because we had civil, because we had already had a group, it's like, well, we got to call them. So immediately everybody was like, Joe, what are you doing at the Metro? What's happening, Michael at Shuba's, What's going on? Chop Shop, how are you guys dealing with this? and every literally every day it's out of it's out of control every day every week we meet with each other on a zoom so the weird thing about this whole zoom thing and all that now all of us are like meeting and it's like now we have time to talk to each other just about the specifics of the pandemic the specifics of dealing with logistics and how to do a band. But we're also like, Hey man, how's it going? So I I noticed I wanted to catch half gringa at tonic room, but I wasn't, you know, how are they or what's going, we're talking. So we have become so much tighter and closer and we've gone from eight to 12 to 35 members of civil. And, and there are many venues that are part of us. That, and 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 nonprofits and s- restaurants and people bars that are just part of our conversation and our interaction so we've actually taken this time has made us closer because yeah. we were able to sit down and talk and actually look at each other in zoom because typically <laughs> when we see each other we're, it's 11 o'clock at night on a Friday. And when you're talking to a dude at the chop shop, it'd be like, you're always looking at the stage to make sure. Is the sound good? Is there too much high end in there? Do we need to lower the bass a little bit? Wait a minute. She's throwing up in the bathroom. I need a right. mop. Can I get a mop? Are we at a that's PBR? Right. What Now what was that you were saying about Bernie Sanders? Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. We need some more PBRs over here. So I know. <laughs> so we're yeah,
2: funny. you're, our, you're too busy no, because you're operating, way. right? It's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not fun sometimes to host people at your own place because you're right. You're too busy worrying about this person puking in the bathroom. And You're like, oh fuck, you know this is gonna be a terrible
0: look. And also, you that. can't really yeah, have a meaningful conversation. Great. You can't that's have a meaningful what conversation mean saying, though, <laughs> yeah, that's good, yeah,
1: we have more fun at other people's venues sometimes because yeah. then we can hang and drink.
2: Right.
0: And we right.
1: The same fans that would be at the hideout would be over at Chop Shop. And then it's like, dude, what's going on? And then we can actually talk to them. But the actual owner you know, or the venue manager is busy. So that's you a can't, key can't good point. We love can't actually
0: have that. a conversation when a live band is on stage anyway. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah. just do a lot of oh. I do a lot of polite nodding when someone tries to talk to me during a show, but I can't like hear. Right yeah. Oh, exactly.
1: And those of us, literally, if I'm in another club talking to somebody, people look at me and they're like, go to the hideout if you want to talk. All right. You know, really, dude. You know, and it's like, sorry, sorry. So I have to actually be super careful to go to the far corner of the empty bottle or like in the pool room. And then I can't right. see the band. And then I'm like, uh, you know.
0: Well, I think what what you both are touching on is something pretty impressive. The, the you kind of built community that probably was already there but you reinforced it and, and moved it forward. I mean local bands, local musicians, they have a community. They they kind of rec- recognize each other from playing different gigs all around the place and oh hey how are you doing what's up? But from what I'm hearing it hasn't been as consistent with the venue owners.
2: That's that's right. And that's funny you say that because you know if you ever worked in the service industry uh, you know, when you wait tables, there is this community. No matter if you know you're at Blackbird and I'm at um, you know the the hot dog joint, there's still like this camaraderie between yeah. servers and bartenders. And when I was you know uh, used to bartend way back when, any bar you go to, you get respect, right? You're like, you know, bar bar man respects bar man. Totally. Um, but owners have never come together like this before. I've never seen this, you know. And it's kind of elevated the little ecosystem, at least for me. Um, and it's, um, it's been really special for me. I've been really enjoying this and getting like joy out of, uh, playing a role in this and seeing how this community is really kind of coming together. Um, so I, I think that's a huge positive to come out of all this. And I can't wait to see what happens once we get like, you know, operational again. I think that this
0: city is going to be a city to reckon with when it comes to live music. Well, and teaming up coming together is the only way forward for these independent venues. If it was just beat kitchen and subterranean taking on all this, it would be pissing in the wind. You need the strength of your community to, to move forward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that is something it's interesting because for years, you know, when we've been going to South by Southwest in Austin, or when we've been going out to hopscotch in North Carolina, when we go to new Orleans and we talk to the folks there, the city of Chicago is seen around the country from New York to LA and NEVA has, the National Independent Venue Association, it like reinforces this, Everyone looks at us and they're just like, "Damn, you guys got so much going on, man!" And we hear that like it's not doggy dog like New York or all about stardom in L.A. It's about Chicago is this big badass city, but also has this community sensibility, right? And so we've always people are always like, I, "That is so cool!" They musicians come and they play at our venues, and they're like, "We love you guys playing in Chicago. It's one of the best markets for touring bands." And they're like, "And we know the club owners will." screw us there's not a history of that kind of behavior yes there is that shit that has happened in our history not denying but chicago has this great rep and so we've lived we live on that and we love it when we're down in austin south by and people are like chicago in the house badass awesome community we wish we had that in austin so what happens is in reality we know we had it We take it for granted, but we don't have it as deep as we need to. It's like, yeah, we know each other. Oh, yeah, you know that you could go to the Bottler Talia and see Bruce, Metro, see Joe. You know that Matt's going to be over there. We're our hands-on people. And you know, like, you can go to whatever, the Rainbow, and see members of Tortoise. I don't know. We are out there. People say that kind of shit, right? I saw Rick Rizzo walking down the street. Half (laughs) She actually, like, you know, back when we were open. But the point is, we have a community. The bands have always had that sensibility. The venue owners have. But, you know, we never spent this much time actually talking to each other. We were just spinning around. And the good news is we were a community. But now it's like we've been kind of like, like, we went from Chicago to like civil to like civilization festival. And that's another thing about what do you do in Chicago? I know I'm the talkie guy, the Windy City guy. It's like actions speak louder than words. So it's like we know we talk a big game up here, right? But it's like, are you actually doing it? Do you really have a community? If so, let us see it. Civilization shows that. It's like we're working together, clubs together, all right? The bands together. Working with DKs, it's like we are actually proving in a documented
2: evidence. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we're actually, this is really fun in a really good time in a worst time ever. That's the Chicago style. Not only are we the music capital of America, we're the fucking comedy cl- central uh, of Absolutely. America. We are. And the combination of a sense of humor but a sense of purpose, I didn't write this down. They aren't talking points. It's like that is like we're we're doing it
0: civilization.
1: And so before yeah. the end of the year Chicago Music ends, we're doing it. From Thanksgiving to Christmas, this year will not end until you see the results visually of civilization. And the best part, the money is going to benefit the actual 70,000 plus people that work in the industry across our city to to the the, the civil save. Fund, all right, right, is to raise money to help the actual artists, staff, the venues, the engineers, the crews that are all part of this community. You the
0: know, year doesn't end fun until fun. Civil says it's over. It's as simple as that. 2020 is not over until Civil is done with it. So yeah, the although, Civilization. Although a lot
2: of people might want to end this year. So, yeah, we're, fair enough. We it on a high note. That's that's what we're going to say.
0: So, I, I do want to go deeper into the Civilization Concert Series, which kicks off Friday night to talk about some of the artists. And this is a fantastic thing you've put together uh, for civilchicago.com I-, I do want to acknowledge as you've built community among the venue owners, uh, among yourselves, uh, it's been pretty inspired to watch other people come out and find creative ways to support your efforts, civil's efforts. I think about what goose Island did. Oh, you have oh, look at that. You've got the prop ready. Wow. Yeah. Mine's in the oh, fridge.
1: This is the most beautiful thing. And they came and they're like, what can we do? Yeah. and this was before the festival yeah we were like what can we do
0: mm-hmm. i we love it
1: beer. i know i love it too.
0: and then there's the uh situation chicago yeah uh, double vinyl yes album which is fantastically right. cool Yes, yes. Thank,
1: thank you uh, Elder. Thank you, all you guys mesh
0: plastic yeah it, but it's it's nice to see the community mm-hmm. respond in in ways that are appropriate for them i, I think that's been really Inspired. I'll tell you, as this has been, as this has dragged on and as venues have remained dark, I have been nervously, cautiously optimistic. I still have that fear of like the Hunger Games cannon off in the distance signifying a a fallen soldier. I'm still anxious and kind of walking on eggshells, hoping that that doesn't happen. Yeah. And I know it's I mean, no one's sitting on mountains of money. To, to keep things moving forward when there's no revenue coming in there, there's not some crazy stockpile any of these venues have so it's it's a precarious right. moment
2: yeah and that's why we're doing this civilization you know music series so the uh that and to launch the the save fund uh as tim said staff artist venue emergency relief fund is a huge thing
0: you're the best um, at acronyms can we just say that you know we are you, pretty you've got good acronyms yeah. down
2: yeah, <laughs> we got it down. Um, and the But the Civilization Fest, uh, as Tim said, really came together with like a small committee of 12 people, all from different clubs. And it's, you know, the staff uh, as well that are putting, you know, time in for nothing right now, um, but just to be a part of this thing. And we're going to have four rocking episodes. So we're, you know, entertaining people again. In a dark time, this is like a little bit of light for us. And like Tim said, it's kind of like that club hopping experience, you know, coming back uh, where we get to, you know, see multiple venues, multiple bands all in one night um, and do a little good. So hopefully we, we entertain and we, you know, raise awareness for Save uh, and we end the, the year on a high note.
0: I love it. So it's four different episodes and it'll be weekly on Fridays.
1: Pointing out though, is that, is that we are not a big corporation. We do not have 500 million coming in from the middle East to help refund our merger and acquisitions. All right. Fact. Cause that's happening. All right. In the industry, in this country, we are independent owner operated venues. So it's like, we've got the civil acronym, which we love it. And I'm glad you love it. Chicago, but it's the first letter is independent. We're all independent. We all do our weird stuff, right? We're all different, but we're a league, okay? And we're not, this is very intentional because we are living in a time where there are large corporations in the entertainment industry that are looking to buy up vulnerable properties during this period. They know some of us are going down. And they know that some of us are desperate because the Save Our Stages Act has not made it through the Senate yet. And we know what's happening there. We've been working, lobbying, trying to get our representatives. 13 of the 18 Illinois representatives are all 100% for us. Our senators are with us on this, Durbin and Duckworth. All of the Chicago delegation is fighting for us in Washington. The city of Chicago is out there. The mayor is supporting Save Our Stages. The governor we are so we are using every political process that we can mm-hmm. but you know what this is like old school chicago dude you got to save yourself be ready be street smart so save is like we hope to get outside help but we and and but we know we have to save ourselves and the save fund is like you know, but we can't keep begging all of our fans, all of the people that go to the music. Can you buy another T-shirt? Can you buy this? But we do, Sybil. We've got shower curtains, so it isn't just <laughs> T-shirts. We've got hats. We've got warm-up pants. We are doing all kinds. We got dugouts. All right, over at the. <laughs> we are like, we are doing. We are selling merchandise to survive and asking for government support, and we're getting positive responses without necessarily the money. So we are trying. Because we know for a fact this winter, some of our clubs could close and we know already in Chicago, some of the great restaurants and some of the clubs, they've already closed. Okay. So instead of waiting for that to happen, I'm not saying, I hate to use like the word, like a ventilator. We're like, we're prepping, we're preparing, we're like raising the money during the holidays. All right. To get us through to next year, you know, and that's the spirit of Chicago. It's like we're a, neighbor, we're a city of neighborhoods, we're a city of community, but it's like everyone steps up to help each other. And I know yeah. it sounds cliche, but we're actually in a battle right now, and that battle started before COVID-19. It started with the corporatization of oh, the business. venues and the entertainment industry, Ooh. and it's turned into this. So yeah. this is a very, you know, it's a very interesting economic and pandemic combined situation. And we need to make it through this winter. And, and the only way we do it is we're helping ourselves. And the rest of the country, New Orleans, Austin, Seattle, San Francisco, those dudes look at Chicago and they're going, damn, those guys step up. Yeah. They pull it together because we are the city of organizers. That's <laughs> our, you know, sorry. so
0: That's true. So Civilization, the festival, it's four episodes. This will be weekly on Friday. Yes. On yeah. Friday's. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about week one. Uh, and I'm glad I wasn't sure if this was just a one time thing or if it was a series. Uh, that would explain some missing venues on this list for this week. Um, yeah. Well, as you can
2: imagine, you know, we we have, um, you know, we've been working very cautiously to get these things done over yeah. the last couple of weeks. So, um, so we've been cautious to roll it out in case we need to press pause on anything, you know, for for any reason. So. And who's
0: who's been shooting everything? We are partnered with Audio Tree. Makes so, sense. Yep. It's great. They've got that, they've got that stuff figured out. They, absolutely. Another cool
1: example of how Lincoln Hall, Audio Tree Step Up, and then they do videos at all of our clubs. It's another cool integration.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. So first week, uh, t- talk to me about some of the venues and artists who are uh, participating on Friday night. So I
2: feel like I shouldn't give it all away because I want to keep some of the... Uh, but I think I think the cat's out of the bag. So we have um, Dos Santos at the hideout. We have Latin uh, X uh, half gringa um, at Tonic Room. And then those uh, funky SO guys at Sub-T. So that's what we're going to do in episode one. Um, and then we have 12 more acts and venues
0: um, to lay on in the next. This is a big production. Yeah, this big is production. no small effort. How how long, from concept to getting this out into the world on Friday? How long did this take to? We've coordinate? been talking about
2: this since probably June or July.
0: <laughs> that and then doesn't we put,
2: surprise me. Yeah. And then we put together a little, well, you know, and at that time it was like, let's jump in and be innovative and get this done. Um, and the way it's worked out has actually been really nice because at that time in the summer, we were really into advocacy and working hard on hitting, you know, DC with everything we had. And so that was that effort needed to be there. Right. Um, and we thought we'd get another, you know, stimulus round and all that. Um, and then we could do something, you know, we could do something in the fall or winter and it'll be more for entertainment. But now this effort is like, this is the ship we're, we're sailing this one for entertainment and to save our stages and, you know, and to save our, our industry. So this is, this is good timing. Uh, as far as the rollout goes in the production, obviously, um, it is no, small lift so that's why we're you know it's taking as long as it is but it's it's coming together beautifully
0: i can't wait to watch this i was watching speaking of the hideout uh, i was watching end of october josh caterer of smoking popes put together a new band and he live streamed a performance from the stage of the hideout and there's something it, it kind of makes my hair stand on end as i talk about it something so striking about seeing this performance happening in front of an empty room the musicianship is one thing but the the message, the power of the situation really comes through. Yeah. Where band finishes and it's just dead silent. I mean, th- there's yeah. no more powerful situation. And uh, it'll be really interesting to watch all this kind of unfold over the next four weeks, seeing these venues come alive as best they can in these circumstances. And so this will be live streamed on the Civil Chicago website.
2: Yes, that's right. And then yep
0: there'll be opportunities on the site to contribute and help save and everything within that context. Yes. Those people right. are watching. They yeah. can. Okay. Yeah. This is wonderful. That, this is.
2: Yeah. That, that save <laughs> fund is up there now. So you don't even have to wait till Friday. Um, okay. You can go there right now if you want to open another window and, you know, click that button to um, contribute to the save fund right now. But And, and that's going to be the idea. We'll keep that up, you know, from now till eternity until we're, we're in a better place. But, um, but yeah, it'll be right there. As you watch, you can click and,
0: and donate. Tell me, as it pertains to both of you specifically, as you watched performances happen on your stage during this time when your venues are dark, tell me about the emotions you had watching these performances come together.
2: I, I, I can tell you, I, I actually texted my partner the day that we did the shoot and I was in the building, but I almost broke into tears like i i it, the first time hearing live music in the space after that long, and it was so beautiful, I was walking and I literally just had to sit down i i, I pulled a chair out and I sat and i i I, I almost lost it I sure. almost lost it i really did and uh it but it was like the best um it, it was it was an amazing emotion i just it was like this is what this room was built for this is this was the dream when we dreamt it up and sketched it out and put that there and did this and that you know it was like this was the purpose for this place and you know something that <clears throat> we've been talking about on the side in our little support group when it's not all business is beyond the major economic losses like without that even just like this loss of sense of of purpose has been tough it's like what do we do every day you know like we used to have very clear you know <laughs> ideas of what we were doing, uh, with our, with ourselves and with our places. Um, so again, another reason why civil has been great because it's been like, okay, well we, we, we know what we do now we get together and we figure out how we fix this instead of sitting around feeling
0: sorry for ourselves. Tim, tell me about your, your emotional state when you saw the hideout stage plugged in and
1: So we've had a few shows, a few live shows this summer with John Langford, Sally Timms, Bethany Thomas, uh, Josh Caterer, and um, growing uh, concerns. And the thing that hits me is when the performers show up a couple hours early to sound check, right? We have to do a temperature check. So everyone has to get their temperature. Everyone's wearing a mask, okay? So people come in, they wear their masks, they get their temperature. And then the musician, literally it's like, they're like, we good? And it's like, we're good. Okay, we're good, all right. Then people like kind of like a bar, like the hideout, rock and roll. They gingerly go inside and it's like you have a different feeling because everyone's wearing masks, including the sound people, the camera people, everybody. And we open up all the windows, okay? And so everyone's looking around like, are we safe, are we cool? So then the musicians come up and during their sound checks, they have their masks on, right? And there's this really emotional thing where before the set starts, like when you look at Dos Santos, okay, it's like, okay, everyone's like, we good? We good with this? We ready? They take off, they, like they put their masks down and they start playing. And I mean, like Matt's like, he's going to cry. You look at it and you're like, Everyone's like could get sick here. Everyone is like, shit. You know, I, we're gonna do this. We are going to risk the possibility of getting COVID, so that we're. But we're gonna play. That's it's pretty. You know, and you don't see that on this on the video. You just see the band up there playing, and they're rocking out on the hideout stage, right? And they do their set, and we kept our sets and in, in, intentionally, they're not two hour sets. Okay, we kept them shorter for. Not only so that it could be like an intense showcase set, but also it's like for health purposes, right? Of course. That's going like in the background here. But the band is willing to take that risk. The clubs are doing that so that we can do that. And the real reason they're doing it, all these bands, whether it's Dos Santos or David Boykin or whoever's doing it, they're like, we want to raise attention to the Save, to the Civil Save Fund. Because we're playing right now, knowing that if people watch this and they donate, they're gonna get a lot of money and that's gonna be spread out across the city. So they're like literally taking a risk so that they can raise money for other people. And then the the room is empty, there are no fans. So it's like a weird feeling. You're like, no one's there to applaud. And there's this weird part of you thinking like, I hope people are donating money just applaud with your money. And then you feel guilty because you feel like that is so messed up that I'm hoping to raise money. And then you think like, but we do charge at the door all the time because the band's got to get paid. And so does the film crew. And so does everyone. Everyone's got to get paid. So you're thinking of health and you're thinking of money. I know this sounds weird, but what's the instant thought? When people take off the mask, just like any sound check that's happened for 25 years, people always do the sound check and go, okay, we good. We ready to go. But this time it has more intensity yeah. because it's like, okay, we're doing this and we don't know when we will do this again. We don't know, it's but we're going to go into this performing this set. You know, it, yeah. it's, a, so it's a beautiful thing, you know, but it's also an intense thing. Yeah.
2: yeah that, a lot that, of high emotion. That, that sense of, uh, of not knowing what's coming next is, is a daunting one. Right. I can't I,
0: I can't imagine. Yeah,
1: we well, we can't imagine. We can imagine um, a city without a with with less venues <laughs> that we just are like, oh, they closed. They did. We can see that. That's why we're imagining 2021. And that's why we're saying before we go in before the end of the year, we need to do. A fest- we do a festival because we celebrate, but we do a festival because we organize and we cover our we cover ourselves because we have to make sure it's like show me the money. Yeah, you know? we it's have like, to do it we for have ourselves. To cover this,
0: right? Well, I, I think the fact that you're doing this and the timing of this is great because we are sub we as music fans, just citizens of the universe, are subject to this ongoing fire hose of data, bad news, information. It's hard to keep anything top of mind. So I think a challenge for civil, for venues, restaurants, whatever, it's just keeping top of mind as people are navigating through all this stuff. And I think this is a great way to do it. It's a a positive way. Uh, Holiday weekend when people are thinking about things that they're grateful for. What a great time. We're grateful for you guys. We're grateful for Chicago's music venues. We're grateful for you bringing music into our lives. So this is a great way to celebrate. Yeah.
2: Great. Appreciate you saying that. Cause that's what we're hoping that people will feel that way and um, you know, and contribute and, and, and help us out. So.
1: You know, it's, it, it that is a great when you're talking about the, the performer playing to the empty room, you know, there's that Zen saying or whatever about what's the most important part of the vessel. Is it the structure or is it the empty space within it's the empty space within where there is nothing that holds the wine, that holds the, the the beverage, right? That So it's that, so when the venue is empty, you are more cognizant of the fact that it is the people that come to the clubs that fill our clubs. Right. And so it's like, um, not that I should be talking about Zen or whatever, but it is. <laughs> it does, it it does, does make you realize,
2: the, yeah. Half full or, you know, half
1: the Cup half full or half empty.
2: Right. You um, don't so know what you've got till it's gone. Right. Yeah, that's, right. I think that's that's what uh, you know. That's what we're all realizing.
1: So. It's a, it's a it's a it's a by it's a synergy of performer and audience, which actually in Chicago we keep calling the community, right? Yeah. Which is exactly. cool because the performers and the bands are the ones that go to the shows. The our our clubs are filled with musicians and artists, the poster artists, the the sound people. We're like. It, it, and so we're watching each other on stage perform, but we're also a participant. And that's like a really beautiful democratic small D kind of concept, all right? <laughs> that we're all participants yes. in this, and this is a reminder that when we're closed down, you know? So with this, vi- this virtual festival, and that's why I love the idea of civilization, because yes. we are called civil. Matt, did you come up with the term civilization
2: or? We, 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 we did. But uh, our, our our hashtag also, we're going with be civil, I, know, which is which, uh, you know, I just love I love that.
1: I love the idea that in Chicago, we are always like we're small town, we're Midwest, we're neighborhood, but we also we're boasters and braggers. So it's like civilization. Right. It's kind of a joke, but it's kind of like the basis of a civil society. Civil meaning city. It's,
2: it's what's happening right now. We're building yes. this thing where everyone's working, you know, for free and pro bono and just putting all they got into this thing. Like it was their paid gig um, because they really want to support this, this ecosystem. And uh, it, it's amazing. It's fun well, to watch.
0: Well, what I love about one of the many things I love about the civilization festival, the beautiful thing about Chicago's independent venues is that no two are alike. You can walk into Shuba's and get a totally different experience that you'd get in Chop Shop, that you'd get at the Hideout or Reggie's and so on. That said, this lineup is about as varied and wide ranging as the venues supporting it. I mean, these artists are from all corners uh, of the Chicago music universe, which yeah. I love. Muka Pazza is playing, which is yeah, <laughs> right. no, no Zoom screen could fit Muka Paza, but
2: um, That's right. Right, And how many times have you seen them and, and it's never been the same ever? Right. How could, it, I mean? be? Mugapaz, how could like, it be? I've never seen them do the same thing ever. So um that's, what's kind of fun.
0: But I mean, how lucky are we to live in a city that has such not only a wildly diverse music community, but really talented at that. It's one thing to have a diversity of sounds, but they're really talented players making that diversity of sounds. I mean, Frank Catalano is playing and yeah. we got Zoe wise, who, who's a delight. Who's been on this podcast. And what, this is going to be a really fun Friday night. So Good. They,
1: this is a weird concept though, but this is what's conscious in Chicago. It's like, you're like all of our clubs are totally different. Right? So when the hideout opened up in 96, I mean, I was like, I want to be a combination of Fitzgerald's and Lounge Jacks with a splash of weeds in there with a little green mill jazz. Like I was conceptualizing and thinking, but in Chicago, there's this thing. And so I would always feel guilty. People would be like, what are you trying to be like, Fitzgerald's? What are you trying to be like, <laughs> Lounge Jacks? I'd be like, yes, we are. I know that you noticed. Is it too obvious? Because we're different. We're unique. We're our own place. So it's like, we want to be individualists, because it's like, no, no, I'm not a copycat. I'm not a wannabe, I'm a real deal. But at the same time, we do all look at like, what's subterranean got playing tonight? What's happening at Shubas? You know, I gotta check out half green okay? And so we're always looking at each other, but we're always super conscious of like, but don't try to be like them, be with them, but be your own guy, you know? And right. it's that, so we do go out of our way to be unique. But we, and so that is a preventer of being a community, but we all know we're all like to have all this in common. And we're not making this up because when we started having our civil meetings, it's like, dude, I loved how you did that show that way. You know, that was really, and we're like showing each other all the things we wanted to share, you know? And it's like, so we are a community. We are a neighborhood. That is what makes Chicago great. But we also are like, no, I need to be a unique character. I need to be my own. And it's that combination. So our bands, you know, like have Green to Dos Santos just to kick it off. So, yeah, they do work with other bands. That's what makes them cool to go like, maybe we should do heavy metal or rock, but do it in Spanish. Okay. You know, maybe we should. And so we're always watching everybody and we're influenced by everybody, but we're trying to put our unique spin. And that's not an original thought. i'm making but because we have so much of it in chicago i think it heightens our game you know and so yeah so
0: you know it's interesting i did a podcast episode earlier this week with hot dog and we talked about the plight of chicago restaurants and just how important chicago restaurants are in our communities how what a vital part from an employment perspective but just a, a culture shaping perspective restaurants are so too are the independent venues these music venues There's such cornerstones of all the tim mentioned this city of neighborhoods each of these venues that's part of civil is such an important part of that specific neighborhood to say nothing of the overall cultural fabric of chicago and it to me this, this is a no-brainer throwing our support and love behind what you guys are doing i i love uh how you've come together and kept kept things aloft during this dumpster fire of year and i know it hasn't nothing nothing's been easy But I love the spirit you're putting into this. And I I love the optimism and just the work you're putting behind civilization. I think it's fantastic. Right on. Thank you. Hot
1: dog is a great metaphor, too, because hot dogs was a place. It's a typical hot dog stand, right? Don't try to be fancy in Chicago. But it's like, how about a hot dog with foie gras? But I'm not trying to be fancy. And it's like all that shit in Chicago. Don't put ketchup on your hot dog. It's like, oh, you learned that. Mustard only, right? No. Chicago's like make a hot dog. Have an unpretentious hot dog stand. But do some really weird shit with it, right? Do some interesting (laughs) thing. So the take is just a hot dog. That's simple proletarian working man's food, right? But how can you do that with love and with uniqueness and do it a little different? And that's like our clubs, our clubs are actually independent venues in other cities. They're like, yeah, they're dives, you know? Yeah. Those are like local dives. Right. And we're like, we call them treasures and gems. (laughs) Yes,
0: exactly.
1: (laughs) It's a deep dive, man. And when you go buying records at your favorite record store, that place in McHenry, you're like doing a a crate diver, right? You're like, Looking for the deep cuts.
0: So I, we I don't want to go time. somewhere sterile. I want to go somewhere that is comfortable and feels like, like home. Like, like, like you will actually find that treasure
2: there because yeah. you know that place has character. It's playing a character. That's it. That's yeah. it, Matt. Yeah. So this is what we're dealing that. with, Chicago. Because you want to go somewhere sterile, you're
1: making a joke. But we're having a healthcare pandemic. And so the word is, okay, in the future, clubs, you're going to have to take your temperature. You're going to have to have a COVID-19 test. You're going to have to be sterile, clean, wipe off everything, which we are doing. We are doing everything we can. And we believe in that cleanliness, right? But it's like, well, how does a, a, a place, our little kind of bars that are weird, unique, quirky, wooden, how do we survive in a time where everybody wants sterility but they don't want a corporate franchise <laughs> they don't want to walk into a a sterile you know corporate right. style right. franchise they want unique and that's what we're trying to maneuver and navigate sure you
0: know? and, and, and sterile, when I use the word sterile it was metaphorical more than anything but I right I, I get the stuff.
2: But but just you know to Tim's point, it's just like one more thing that we you know battle every day. Like if we are to open, how can we do it? Like yeah. if we can be open a little bit, is this the way to do it? And all of the options are not great, and they're all an investment. Um, so you know it's just it's just a challenging time. And I think that what Tim just said is 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 great because we have these kind of conversations. They're ridiculous almost in context, but they're they're the things we're faced with every day um, in this weird. I don't know, purgatory that we're in right now.
0: (laughs) One one of the topics I keep coming back to or have kept coming back to during the pandemic is innovating around and through the pandemic, how people have had no choice, especially in the creative community and in your case, the live music community to find innovative ways through this. And I think the Civilization series is a a great example of how to to find a way around this or through this or exist within this. And so, what, what's the timing on this? This is eight o'clock on Friday. Yes, that's right. Eight o'clock Friday. Um,
2: it'll be about an hour long. Um, so you know.
0: Oh, that's oh, that's a lot of stuff packed into one hour.
2: Well, it's it's you know it's a only a third. Is that the right math? Um, a fifth of the of of actually all everything we have because you know we're
0: rolling it out over multiple weeks. So so, that's that's going to be awesome. So after Thanksgiving, you're not going anywhere. You're you're wearing your fat pants. Uh sit in front of the monitor, the phone, the tablet, whatever, and uh support are amazing. Yeah. Local
2: civil.com and I'm gonna say it C-I-V-L just to make sure people understand that. CivilChicago.com uh for everything. You know, all, all the information about the save fund, everything we're doing, all this merch that we're dropping. I want
0: a shower that's curtain. That's that's my next stop. You after
2: better this. put your order in quick because they're gonna go. The first run is like already. Uh, went live on Wednesday and it's flying. So I'm some a- people,
0: when they put a, put a merch plan together, it's like, well, do we do hats? Do we do keychains? Uh, you went all in. No, fucking, we're doing shower curtains. We're, well, we're- we
2: have that great piece of art from um, Mara. What's her last name, Tim? I can't. It's I'm Mara. Yeah. yeah. So she- she's who- the most amazing woman. You know, who's just put all this effort into this, and she went back and you know, did these drawings of every venue in the civil. It's um, crazy how Ohio. cool this is. Right. So that thing, large scale as a shower curtain actually really works because then I you get in all the detail and it's, it's really cool.
1: Mara exemplifies part of this community. That's unbelievable. She's an artist and she literally put that together and said, here, how can I help you guys? You know? And she did her little tiny guide to our clubs just to do it because it was a cool idea. And mm-hmm. when the whole pandemic happened, she's like, no, I want you guys to make money. And like she helped us put together the shower curtain, all that.
2: So cool.
0: Our
1: whole background for civilization is her. Yeah. So yeah. that's another part. We always think it's about music, but actually it's about poster artists, artists. They're all yeah. combined.
0: Yeah, the fans.
1: Ecosystem. Yeah. Huh?
0: All right. And that, that seems like a great place to leave it. Tim Tutton, Matt of Civil Chicago. Civilization Festival kicks off on Friday night on your website. And this this cause is ongoing. These concerns are ongoing, uh, and we're here to help. And I would say to anyone watching or listening, watch Civilization on Friday nights and just spread the word. Keep, keep this topic well socialized. Keep this information out there in front of people because, again, we live in this ADD world with a fire hose of information. The sure. more we talk about it, the better things are. So thank you, gentlemen. Cool. Thank you, James.